to the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast. This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. All right. Today, Sean, we're talking about how to maximize your ROI when it comes to ads and video ads and all kinds of things when we're talking about driving traffic on Amazon using ads. And we have just the person to do so. We have Ritu from PPC Ninja. Ritu, welcome to the Post Purchase Podcast. Welcome. Hello. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. Hold on to your headphones because today's guest is the sensei of Amazon PPC, the wizard of e-commerce, and the Yoda of digital advertising. I want you to say hello to our guest, Ritu, the CEO and co-founder of PPC Ninja, a platform so sharp it makes real ninjas jealous. Ritu's been carving up the e-commerce jungle since 2010, and she's here to drop some wisdom bombs. She leads a team that turns six, seven, and eight-figure Amazon sellers into e-commerce legends. So if you've ever wondered how to navigate the gauntlet of Amazon advertising and data, Ritu's your ultimate guide. Buckle up. It's about to get educational and entertaining. Welcome, Ritu. <laughs> Thank you so much, John. That was amazing. <laughs> I <laughs> love that intro. It's so cool. Thank you so much. So so tell us. Uh, take us back to the beginning, Ritu. Tell me about uh, PPC Ninja where were you at in your life and your business? Why did you create the company? Yep. Uh, so PPC Ninja started out as a um, software company. Uh, and then we added in the services component. So we managed other people's ad budgets. Um, and in between, we had like a phase where we were basically focusing on education. Um, and uh, this was basically to bridge the gap between, uh, you know, what a software can actually do versus what people you know, know to do. Um, and not everybody understands PPC well enough to even use a software uh, to its maximum potential. So we started doing a lot of masterminds and we, we still do them actually. We still have, uh, you know, these uh, groups of sellers that come into the same Zoom call and then we, um, you know, discuss all about PPC. So, uh, so we've got like three pillars. We've got the software, we've got the education and we've got services. Uh, and we're actually layering a new um, service, which is to do with data. Uh, I'm really passionate about that because uh, we're trying to combine data with uh, other streams of data, whether they're organic uh, data or whether it is like um, uh, keyword rank tracking data or uh, any other kind of competitor, um, uh, you know, competitor tracking data and stuff like that um, in a way that you can own your data. And so we're calling that data room. So that's basically where... Uh, we're at with, uh, you know, our company. That's amazing. So Ritu, I was talking with a seller the other day and it was exactly like what you're talking about. Um, He, you know, was managing his business in silos. It was like he manages his ads like this and he's trying to keep track of his profit like this. And he's trying to keep track of, you know, these other expenses and all these pieces are kind of managed independently, but really it needs to be a cohesive um, you know, data set, or you don't even know how to manage your business and you don't know if you're making profit on particular items. I mean, it's just kind of a crazy mess for a lot of sellers out there. So I know that we're going to talk a lot about driving more sales with, you know, different types of ads and things like that. But can you walk us through really quick? What does the average seller need to be thinking about when it comes to managing their business by, you know, 
maybe harnessing the power of, of putting that data together? What does that look like for you? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, Amazon gives us data. Um, actually, they give us a lot of data. And uh, we don't have the problem of, uh, you know, less data. We actually have the problem of data overwhelm. Like everybody has access to, you know, Seller Central, business reports. Um, there's 35 types of Amazon reports uh, that you can access. So, you know, what to focus on and how to combine those different uh, data sources. Um, so we're actually building out a framework uh, which uses um, everyday software that everybody has access to, like uh, Google, right? So we have access to Google Sheets. We have access to Google Looker Studio. For the most part, these things are free, right? And then you also have access to um, a, a Google Data Warehouse, which is uh, called BigQuery. Uh, so B-I-G-Q-U-E-R-Y. And that's basically this new concept that we're really putting uh, a lot of um, energy behind. We're, you know, uh, conducting a lot of uh, podcasts and, you know, webinars and trainings and things like that so that we can educate people on uh, this thing that's practically free, but it can actually merge different streams of data and bring them all together. Now, there's obviously a lot of softwares out there that do this automatically, but a lot of those softwares can either be too expensive or they might not be as customizable as if you were to create that merging yourself, right? So we're basically trying to educate people on how to merge different data streams. Um, one of the most important um, aspects when it comes to merging data is to understand how to switch your data from snapshots into time series. Um, and what I mean by that is, let's say you want your last 30 days um, business report by SKU. So you go to Amazon, you go to business reports, you, you, you set your time ranges, and then you get a snapshot. Now, is that snapshot going to stand the test of time? Uh, you know, data is changing all the time, right? So whatever you have today is no longer true tomorrow, and it's going to be moving all the time. So the only way to kind of use these snapshots of data is to kind of stitch them together uh, on a time series, uh, you know, basically on dates, right? So you, you want to stitch them together in a way that all of these data pieces have a date column attached to them so that you can draw graphs now, you can do predictions and stuff like that. And what's even fun, more fun than that is when you combine disparate you know, types of data, but they share one thing in common, which is dates. So if you can kind of merge different data sources and they all share a common date range, then you can plot all kinds of things. Like let's say you were to compare your advertising performance to uh, the changes in buy box over time. And you can only do that when you've got everything in one place and also everything is following uh, the time series format. So that's basically what we're kind of uh, helping people understand that it isn't it isn't that hard to bring everything together. It just requires a little bit of uh, mastering and just a little bit of uh, understanding of how uh, all these pieces work together. Wow. Um, the way your mind works, it it literally... It makes me dizzy because you're just so stinking smart, Ritu. And I know I, I tell you this every time I see you in person. It's like, I know I'm a giant, but whenever I walk into a room where you're speaking or you're sharing your strategies about data analyzing and your PPC stuff, it makes me feel tiny, you know? <laughs> and you actually are tiny, right? But they always say dynamite comes in small packages. You are the real deal, Ritu. 
I want you to talk a little bit about uh, key strategies that Amazon sellers should be considering. Um, so as a seller, what key strategies should I consider to maximize my return on investment on the platform? And more specifically, how can PPC Ninja, your baby, help me facilitate these strategies? Right. Um, yeah. So let's talk about um, some of the basics uh, of um, Amazon advertising that uh, a lot of people overlook. Uh, so the number one thing that I've noticed is that, um, you know, people try to focus on sponsored product keyword based ads a lot, like disproportionately more than any other ad type. Uh, and this is something <clears throat> I've, I've seen over and over again because we get to audit a lot of accounts and then we kind of look at their ad coverage and we see 95% of their ads are sponsored product keyword targeting, maybe a small percentage of, let's say, auto campaigns. And then all the other ad types are basically neglected. So that's probably the biggest mistake that sellers are making. Why? Because, and it's a little counterintuitive because people think that, oh, let me first master my, my keyword ranking and then all the other ad types will start to help me because, you know, the only thing that helps to you know, rank keywords is sponsored product. I would say that's not correct. Um, every ad type does contribute um, to kind of growing your um, you know, relevancy for different keywords, as well as being relevant for suggestions, because Amazon also suggests uh, your products to others when, when they notice a, a, some sort of pattern uh, of, of sales uh, across, um, you know, across different products, right? So once you establish relevancy through product targeting ads, through category targeting ads, uh, then it kind of assists your main uh, keyword ranking uh, goals as well. So remember to kind of um, spread out and start doing other ad types as well. That's very important. Um, the other thing is, um, you know, when it comes to creating, let's say, uh, you know, headline ads like video ads or uh, sponsored brand headline ads. Uh, people don't pay, you know, pay a lot of attention to the um, the images that they they use in, uh, uh, you know, their creative. So just to give you some examples, a lot of people use images where the actual product is so tiny that no one can tell what it is. There's beautiful lifestyle uh, set up there. You know, let's say if you're if you're selling. Um, uh, let's say you're selling uh, an iPhone case or whatever, let's say. Um, now, this iPhone case is, you know, sitting amongst, um, you know, let's say uh, different objects in, in, in that space. Um, and, you know, you're trying to focus on the, the human and, you know, something else that's lying on. The, there's a lot of clutter and things like that. So the main focus, the iPhone case and why it's so amazing is lost. So uh, this this one uh, you know this is something that I see over and over again, and and we've been doing some experiments with, with trying to zoom in, uh, basically not have long shots, have very close up shots on the product itself. The product is your hero, like that has to be glorified. It has to be larger than life. It has to be, you know, the angles you use for uh, showcasing your product have to be such that it flatters the project, the product, and not let it kind of slip into the background, right? You don't want it to be kind of just merging into the background. So uh, we've, we've done some tests and uh, what happens is that every single time we kind of zoom in, we start to see amazing click-through rate. And the click-through rate is because your, 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 your shoppers are looking for the product, then they see the product and then they click on it. Whereas when they type uh, whatever they want and they see just like a, a fuzzy, 
room or some sort of lifestyle photo that's just too uh, just too much of a long shot, they're not going to click, right? So your click-through rates depend on the image that you use for sponsored brand headline ads. The second thing that people look for is the match between what they've typed in and what you're saying in your message in your sponsored brand headline ad. So your, your message has to be closely tied to uh, the keywords that you're anticipating from uh, from shoppers. Now, that's a lot of work because there's so many keywords, right? There's just so many keywords and being able to create as many uh, sponsored brand headline ads is, is a lot. It's a lot of work, right? And that's why a majority of people don't go there. They, they're like, this is too much work or we don't have the team for it. And so they miss out on the opportunity. Enter ChatGPT. ChatGPT is an amazing way of generating headlines for specific groups of keywords that are very similar. So we've been using this um, uh, SOP where we basically say, okay, um, I have these 500 keywords, ChatGPT, can you organize this into groupings of keywords that are very, very similar? So you do that and uh, it generates like group one, group two, group three. And then you put an additional kind of uh, question there. Can you create um, a headline within 50 characters that I can use for my sponsored brand headline? So, and, and one more thing to say there is to make sure that ChatGPT uh, includes uh, the keyword or the, the grouping uh, within the headline itself, right? So you've got to have that very close match between what people are typing and what they're seeing is too broad or you know it's just talking about something dreamy or you know something like a marketing message you know uh, build a beautiful life or something vague like that it's not going to convert or, or it may not convert as well as if you type you know iphone case and then your thing also says iphone case for uh, you know iphone version blah 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 whatever so if it's like a close match then the chances of a higher click-through rate and a, and a higher conversion rate um, are, are very, very high, right? So, uh, so you want to make sure that uh, you do, do those things uh, very um, meticulously. Um, and then one more point I'd like to say about sponsored brand uh, video ads. There's a new type of video ad that you can um, showcase at the very top of the search results page. Now, the only way to unlock, and this is a secret, the only way to unlock that top placement is to make sure that your video ad is sending traffic to a store page and not to the product detail page. So with that, you have a very high chance of showing up at the top and it actually gives you the highest um, uh, real estate on, on the page. It's probably the only ad that takes up so much room, the visual takes up so much room that you're literally gonna see 2X, 3X, 4X click-through rates and high conversion rates uh, for, for that placement, right? And, and it's really, really uh, working well uh, for us. Now, um, there's a lot, there's so many uh, different, um, you know, things you can do with your PPC, uh, but um, the way our software helps uh, is by using what we call the data sufficiency model for bid optimization. Uh, and our software is um, really good with uh, understanding, you know, uh, what your conversion rates have been in the, in the recent past. And when there is enough data per keyword uh, to take an action, such as a bid change up or down, then our software kind of just calculates the, the right bid and then suggests it uh, to, to you. So all of this happens like automatically and you can even set it up so that it automatically accepts bids um, 
every day. Uh, and it just helps you to kind of manage your bids. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. It's the data sufficiency model, guys. Uh, read up about it. There's a lot of articles, even on our uh, blog, uh, that talk about what the data sufficiency model is. It's way better than a time-based time look-back window, which tends to be inaccurate. So um, those were some of the kind of um, uh, tips uh, around PPC, but I can elaborate on uh, any one of them. If, if uh, You know, there's there's something that I want to know, though, Ritu, uh, for what you're doing with PPC Ninja, who is the perfect client for you and why? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so for, on the software side, uh, you know, agencies, consultants, and anyone who understands the basics of PPC is the ideal client for us. So if you are a, like a absolutely new seller, uh, yes, our software will be able to help you a, a lot. Like it can help you uh, as a alternative to using, uh, you know, Amazon Seller Central because our software helps you do bulk operations very fast. Like you can literally set filters and change things very, very fast. You don't have to download any reports. You don't have to upload them back. So it's all done within the software. It really saves a lot of time. However, it does require you to understand some basics of PPC. It's not a, not like one of those set it and forget it uh, kind of softwares, uh, which is where it's, it's different. You need to understand what you're doing, and then it can do amazing things. So if you're prepared to invest, and I think everybody should be, right? If you aren't prepared to invest in your understanding of PPC, then you're basically flying blind. So I would say definitely uh, you know, invest in understanding all the basics of PPC, especially the idea of, a full funnel, right? The full funnel strategy of advertising, not just sponsored product keyword based. Everything you need to have every ad type there, and um, and then when you use our software and layer that on top of this basic understanding, then it's going to be magic, right? So, but to answer your question, Sean, the the majority of our uh, users are people who are uh, either agencies who are managing other uh, clients. Uh, or they're like consultants just trying to uh, help one or two clients. And then uh, it's also, uh, you know, brands that, uh, that uh, you know, have internal teams like PPC teams and such uh, who use our software to kind of maximize their ROI uh, based on our uh, data sufficiency model. Yeah, this is amazing, Ritu. So do you have any special offer or anything for our audience to um, check out PPC um, Ninja? Yes, absolutely. So, uh, you know, we're happy. So we have a 14 day free trial. We're happy to extend that to 30 days for your audience. So all they need to do is, uh, yeah, just write uh, PPP and the um, and the the subject line and just send us an email uh, support at ppcninja.com. And uh, we'll be happy to extend your free trial. Well, we really I, I just spoke to uh, e-commerce. Chris is texting me over here. I said, leave me alone. I'm interviewing Ritu. He's boarding a flight for Miami. He says, oh, I go way back with Ritu. I got a lot of love for her. So he sends his love. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, Chris <laughs> and Leah are really amazing. Like I, I remember we've, we've, we've had so many kind of, uh, yeah, we've had, we've had a lot of good time with, uh, with, with both uh, Chris and Leah and uh, they're amazing. They, they help uh, a lot of uh, our sellers as well. Well, so. he sends his love and says hello. So at ppcninja.com forward slash free dash tool, you see it on your screen. If you're listening to the audio version of this, it's www.ppcninja.com forward slash free dash tool. And that will get you this, uh, this, this offer that uh, Ritu is talking about specifically for our listeners. So Ritu, 
I know you're a, a smart person. I always want to remind you of that. But I want to ask you, what is, I know you've read a lot of books. What is your all-time favorite business book that you would recommend? Um, I have it right here. It's called The Goal. Um, I the Gold? The Goal. The, the Goal by Ellie Goldratt. Um, it's a, Goal it's a, is in like a soccer goal or gold is yeah. in precious metal? No, the soccer goal. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I, I'm not in my studio today. So I'm like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really at a handicap here. Tell us about the goal. Yeah. So the goal is basically, uh, you know, a book about uh, bottlenecks. Uh, it is a book that tells you why organizations um, fail when there's many moving parts and, you know, one part of the organization is either too free or too busy, you know? And so there's bottlenecks that are created throughout the organization. And, you know, our goal as uh, business owners and, you know, uh, operators is to find all those bottlenecks and move them, uh, move them. So just to give you an example, uh, let's say you have a team that is, um, you know, doing, um, uh, campaign creation, for example, or something like that. Let's say they're creating campaigns. Uh, what do they need uh, as an input? Um, you know, how timely can that input be for the purpose of campaign creation? Like, let's say someone has to do keyword research before campaign creation can happen, right? And uh, unless, you know, keyword research is completed, campaign re campaign creation can, can't start. Uh, unless campaign creation... Um, uh, you know, meets the, the, the start date of your product launch, uh, you can't create campaigns. So there's a lot of dependencies. Uh, it's almost like imagining uh, what comes after what, what can be done in parallel, how can we reduce the load on certain uh, high, you know, kind of highly used resources. Let's say you just have one person doing all the keyword research, can they churn out everything for like a, a thousand, uh, you know, uh, products all at once? So if they become bottlenecks, you either need to increase the number of people doing that role or you need to rearrange your workflow so that uh, things hit them uh, in a staggered way. Uh, and so it's, it's all about understanding, you know, how things flow through an organization, how work flows. And it's all about like inputs and throughputs and stuff like that. So I really like it because it helps me more manage our organization better, uh, more efficiently. And I think that same thinking has kind of, you know, kind of stayed with me this whole time. Yeah. I read the book about 20 years ago and I'm reading it again right now. So it's really fun. Uh, I would highly recommend it. Yeah. I really appreciate the recommendation. Um, it's not very often that we find a book that I that I haven't read or at least heard of. So this is exciting for me that, that I haven't even uh, been exposed to this. So this is going to be a lot of fun. So, all right, Ritu, we have one more fun question here. Over the last you know year or so, Maybe you purchased something in your life that some consider a splurge, but you don't regret spending the money on. So um, for our last guest, that was a special type of car. Um, but for others, it might have been, you know, this awesome headset that they could uh, you know, listen to music or join a call on. So it doesn't matter um, at what level it is. It just matters that that you don't regret spending the money on. Anything come to mind? <laughs> Perfume. <laughs> Perfume. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, it's so expensive, but I don't mind because I just love the the fragrance. So yeah, yeah, yeah this is amazing. So <laughs> for me, um, you know, I would have answered a few years ago. I bought this amazing ping pong table, and we just had so much fun playing with friends, and and it was just kind of a weird thing that turned out to be a lot more fun than what I than what I thought it was going to be. So Whoa. great answer, Ritu. Um, 
so as we wrap up the show here, is there any place else that people should go find out more about you or, um, or dig into what you have going on? Yeah, uh, so um, I am pretty active on LinkedIn, so uh, they can just look up my full name, Ritu Java. Um, and then we also have a blog, so ppcninja.com slash blog. We write a lot of uh, articles there about PPC, okay. uh, about data and stuff like that. Um, and, um, you know, uh, earlier you'd mentioned, um, you know, the, the link to uh, get our uh, freebie. If, if they want, they can just send us an email, uh, support at ppcninja.com, because that's that's probably going to be more, um, it's going to be faster, right? If you just send us that email, support at ppcninja.com yeah. with PPP in the, um, uh, in the subject line and we'll extend it for you. All right, perfect. So Ritu, we really, really appreciate you coming on as a guest today. We'd love to have you back in the future to dig into that wonderful mind of yours. So we, we appreciate all the knowledge that you've shared today and looking forward to doing it again. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. All right, we'll talk soon.